When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the Lakers Fast Break Podcast, part of the Hoopheads Podcast Network. Check out all their awesome basketball shows today at hoopheadspod.com. Another episode of the Lakers Fast Break podcast. It's Gerald Glassford. Come right back at you here from Lakers Fast Break, Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports Fantasy Football, and Game Source. We truly appreciate everyone out there listening to all of our shows. And if you can, please give us a five star review on Apple Podcasts. Plus, if you can like, share, subscribe, or do whatever you can to go ahead and help support us right here at the Lakers Fast Break. Lakerholics.com, Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports, Fantasy Football, Game Source, and everything that we do there, plus the great guys at the Hoopheads Podcast Network. It is sincerely appreciated. Believe me, right now, as always, it is sincerely appreciated. Well, you never can say that the Lakers aren't a giving team. And why do I say that? Because earlier today, a great friend of the show and a truly just remarkable individual and one of my favorite interviews ever, and will always be that way, Rafael Barlow, a man who decided, if you didn't hear his latest show on the Lock On NBA Draft podcast, that he is moving overseas to go ahead full-time and follow his dream once again of following the NBA draft ready players overseas and to become an international scout and international liaison for everything draft related over there. And in the process he did in the past few weeks, he asked his girlfriend to become his wife and she said, yes. And we were so happy here. So lo and behold, this morning he goes ahead and he gets married to that wonderful young lady. And where does he do it at? He does it in the shadows of the Eiffel Tower in Paris. And if you go ahead to Barlow 500 or you go to NBA Draft Junkies or you go to his Facebook page, you will see the tremendous photos of him getting married with the Eiffel Tower in tow. Why am I connecting this to the Lakers game and how giving the Lakers can be? Because his favorite team, if you've heard him on this show, is the Portland Trailblazers. (laughs) And in doing so, The Lakers gave him probably one of the best wedding gifts that they can. They let themselves be beat down for an entire game by Portland Trailblazers in a game that wasn't even as close, nearly as close as the final score indicated as they got their butts kicked by the Portland Trailblazers 105 to 90 
in a game that they were down by as many as 34 points. Bree Marco is here, and Bree Marco, we're glad to have you here. Thank you so much for the heart. We truly need it. Yes, it is so sad for the Lakers, but it was a situation where they got behind early. They played terrible defense. They couldn't muster any offense. And on top of that, adding injury to insult, Anthony Davis was out for the rest of the game. So Insult to injury. Well, that's I put in the comments, but this time it's injury to insult on top of everything else. So I will tell you right now, it was just not a pretty game to watch if you're a Lakers fan. But here today to talk about what's going on with the game, the injury, which we'll update you on in full here in a second, what we're reading off of Twitter. And speaking of Twitter, the number one trending term in basketball is Westbrook. And he's going to tell me why I should be not concerned is a good man indeed. You got to go ahead and check out what he's doing today at Lakerholics.com. His latest and greatest articles are there, which we'll talk about at the very end of the show. This is Laker Tom and Laker Tom. You know, you keep trying to put up those flowers and, and roses and all that good stuff. But you know what? Today, I'm not going to go ahead and argue too much because my good friend, Mr. Rafael Barlow, he got married. Well, that's it was really great news when I heard that Rafael got married and I I'd seen the earlier comments that he was going to move overseas. So uh, congrats to him, man. I mean, not, a better, guy, both not a better guy to get an opportunity and exciting. And man, uh, you know, you have to almost envy the guy for, for making a move like that. So he's following his dreams. Hope everything for the best for him. Absolutely. He's following his dreams and I'm so happy yeah. for the both of them. Yep. And I wish them continued success. As for the game, it is You're only not one game, happy. and we're missing LeBron and AD. Sure wasn't anything positive that you could take from the way that the guys who were there didn't step up. Seems like when we get up 26 or 18 or 19 that we always blow it and at least give the other team a chance. But in this particular case, I sure didn't have any confidence that we were going to make any headway. Nope. First, I, I, I understood that AD was going to play. So that was good news, okay? And then there was a tweet that Dumboya and... Sekou Dumboya. And Jay um, Huff. Huff, yes, Huff. So, so, you know, I mean, why would the Lakers have posted those two guys to be ready to play unless they were somehow expecting to get blown out? Jay Huff, he's out of Virginia, seven-footer. Slow, lumbering, but he might have some ability as a stretch five. Yeah. The minute I read that tweet, I, I was I sort of felt like, boy, the Lakers expect this to be a blow up. And, and of course, Dame continuing to shoot terribly until the night before. Until yeah, the they night played a back-to-back. Back. This was a back-to-back for them. Right. You know, you'd expect that, that he was going to get red hot against the Lakers. Everybody knew that. Because he I had mean, a terrible game on Friday. Yeah. I mean, and he's had a terrible start to the season, you know. Yep. But here come the Lakers, the perfect opportunity. So, you know, I mean, the truth of the matter is, is that this is not the team we're going to have when we go into the playoffs, folks. It's just not going to be. You're missing AD, you're missing LeBron. And Russ can't play this way or Russ won't be here either. At least he won't be starting. He'll end up being the second guy to take over when LeBron doesn't have the ball in his hands. One for 13 tonight. Russ was horrible tonight. I mean, the the, the decision-making and the sort of the sort of ignoring of the 
context and situation of the game, you know, the score and the trend and the mode and the way that the, the way the everything was flowing in the game, you know, it's like most point guards, at least traditional point guards in the sport, even through the modern NBA have been guys who really could run an offense, you know, and really could direct people around and really could read what the defense was giving and make the appropriate plays. And, and and as a result of that, create plays both for themselves and for their teammates. <laughs> Russ is a different animal. That's all I can say about that. Because what he does is he just charges in there like a bull and uses athleticism and quickness and 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 pure relentlessness to, you know, to create shots for himself and other people, but at a high cost of of turnovers and so forth. He plays in a game without AD and LeBron. You know, it's like giving him a bright green light to go ahead and do whatever he wants to do. And he didn't do it, and he didn't do it well. And uh, he can't keep doing it or it's going to become a major problem. Um, geez, I don't know. What do you do at that point in time? You trade him for Kyrie or you trade him for Simmons? Uh, you know, it's – those but are <laughs> – You can't get an even return on that. That's the problem. The Lakers well, will have to yeah. have more at this rate. Yeah. Felix is out there. He just wanted to say he watched <laughs> Shake My Head. What a mess. Brie Marco, again, so sad for the Lakers. I mean, this is going to be still yeah, very much it's gonna, a We're going to get a couple forward. weeks of this probably, at least until THT and Nunn return and LeBron, you know, and all three of those probably are a couple of weeks away. So you're going to have two weeks of how many games? About probably seven or eight games. Something like that. It's seemingly yeah, this so is going to be something seven that's, or eight yeah. games. Yeah, it is something that we're going to be seeing an extended period of time off for both those guys. And this is something that's going to be of concern because Russell Westbrook is Russell Westbrook right now. Right. Something I well, had he's... told you about when the trade happened. This was well, exactly the Russ that you're going to get. Russ hasn't shown us anything that we haven't seen before. But that's why we shouldn't have traded him in for the first place. <laughs> yeah, but by the same token, this team has been shorthanded from the beginning. The two most expensive non-superstar players haven't played a single minute. The guy's making $15 million. That $15 million is money that should have been spent and probably had intended to be spent on the two guys who were going to be the starters along with the big three, which was Kendrick Nunn, who we paid $5 million, and THT, who we signed for $10 million. We don't have anything else other than minimum salary players. And, you know, as much as I love some of the guys that we got for minimum salary and as hard as we competed against other teams to sign some of those guys for minimum salary, no matter how much you love them, you have to realize that there's a reason why they're paid a minimum salary. It's because regardless of what potential they have and how they might help you because of your situation and your needs, these guys don't make more than the minimum. Nobody's willing to pay them more than the minimum. And it's because they're flawed basketball players at this point in their careers. This is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com, and you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. 
I see the potential for basically like another Netflix kind of paradigm shift where here comes this other major player. They have a ton of resources. Apple could change the way that entertainment is consumed. They say it's the only time this year that you'll have stars from each brand battling each other. And we know it's not going to be the case, but they like to say that and more power to them, I guess. Well, it's a big first step bringing all those superheroes together. There were definitely some parts of the movie that I that I really enjoyed. And then there were some parts that I thought just kind of fell short of expectation. Part of it has to be something to do with how it's being promoted. And this is a thing where audiences do not agree with critics. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse every week on Apple Podcasts. And over a dozen of your favorite streaming and podcasting options. Frankly, what we've seen so far says that these guys that we thought were going to be better, by and large, are about the same as the guys we had last year that we thought were going to be better than the year before. And that's what you get when you're dipping in the well. And and, the, and then, the, but you see what happens yeah. though, they leave the, the Los Angeles Laker land, like, uh, you know, what was mentioned right now in the chat by Felix. Well, but those were Harold. He's playing tremendous in Washington. Well, but those aren't minimum. Well, wait, wait, wait a minute. That's not fair because those aren't minimum players. Those aren't minimum. No, and I those are MLE that. quality, ten million dollar a year players or twelve million dollar a year player. In the case of Kuzma, but you traded away KCP, Kuzma, and Harold, yeah. and what you're getting back is Westbrook. You're right. getting also Kendrick Nunn and THT. So if right now you have very small Kendrick returns what you put into have it. to come through or have to be traded for players who can come through and be starters that's what the finances and common sense says about the team and then when lebron three, and ad when you have can't three stay superstars healthy stars making the max salary and nothing else but minimum salary people and you got one guy for 10 million and another guy for 5 million the fourth and fifth highest paid players in the team they better be good enough to start and if they can't then we ought to flip them for somebody who can start well, it's just me, Felix, but between Fortnite and Gabby Dollhouse, as you're saying in the chat, I play a little Fortnite, but that's just me. But I'll tell you what, it is the Lakers once again losing 105-90 to in a game that was not as close as the score indicated. I'm back here at Laker Tom at Lakerholics.com. It seems like where you have a lot of players after they're leaving the Lakers, it just it seems like there are a very small amount of players that can actually fit and do well in our system. And we talked about how well Carmelo Anthony was doing with the team, but you know, we were only getting with him, you're not getting an every game output from him that you need, like old Melo. He's he, well, there's, especially when you don't have LeBron and AD. Yeah, so today you're going to see and, a game I mean, like this where he is old Melo. People were sagging off of the Lakers guards so badly, you know, I mean, Rondo especially and Russ especially, it was like invite him to shoot. And that makes it real hard for anybody else to get open when, you know, when, when there's two guys in the lineup that you don't even have to have to challenge. You don't even have to go out there and put a body in front of them. You can let them shoot the three. That's actually the preferred desired outcome that you're playing that kind of defense for. But this, the guys that we've got going out there for the next two weeks, both as far as the other starters and the key reserves, with, with the exception of, of Mello, those guys aren't going to be the guys who are going to be important and, or, going, or are even going to be on the team when we come to the playoffs. I mean, this season is starting off exactly like last season in some ways, 
And hopefully it won't end the same way. Hopefully we'll make better decisions at the trade deadline. We'll make better decisions in the buyout market. But we're going to have to make some moves. We're going to have to make some moves in order to balance this roster and get the wing defense that we need. There are different ways of doing it. And, you know, it just depends what the opportunities are. But they're definitely going to have to make a move because they're not going to do it with this roster unless THT can really all of a sudden hit all of his threes or hit a high percentage of his threes. And none can actually play good enough defense to start at the two, despite being only six foot two. Because those are the guys they paid the money to. I think I'm going to have to disagree with you on that. The Lakers actually started out strong. They were actually first in the Western Conference until they started, the injury started to go ahead and betray them. They did fall below Utah. And I think at the time, AD had his first injury. I think they were like, I think in second place, if I remember correctly. But yeah, they had they were 21 four. and five. They had a 21 and five. Yeah, so that's really not starting up the same it. as what they're right. this year. So I'm just going right. to say that it's really right now very concerning. Uh, you know, these are things that I brought up in the offseason with the Westbrook trade and our lack of defensive ability. Felix says we need major moves. Westbrook isn't looking good. Westbrook, again, is supposed to be the superstar that is supposed to be consistent for you game in and game out. And I cannot wait until the second half like he's done the past three seasons where he's great in the second half. We can't no, wait you hope, that long. I hope that happens. <laughs> you hope that happens. But as he yeah. gets older, it's less and less likely to happen. I do want to say that what happened to AD is his thumb. He's had a thumb injury heading into the game. It wasn't so. related to the thumb. It was a stomach problem then. He had to leave the game. Okay, because Mike Trudell was saying differently. So I wanted Mm. to say right now that it's still a problem because if he's having that finger injury already, he's having issues with that. He might have to have surgery like we're seeing with THTs. And you're right. He did wake up. Davis did with the stomach bug. He did throw up four times before the game. And ultimately, he only played seven minutes before he was leaving. So he did have a stomach flu of some kind, plus the hand injury. Right now, we've got a situation where it's really not very good for the Lakers with hopefully AD maybe feeling better enough by Monday because that's their next game coming up. But still, you know, you see this member, this team, this supposedly four, uh, and if you count Dwight Howard, five who are supposed to be in the top 75 players of all time. I mean, you can argue about Dwight Howard being on that list. I know we did on our previous episode that we did with Sean Grice. but Wasn't he 75th, actually, or something he, like that? He No, he was not. There was a tie. There was who two, was 75th? Or have, I'm not they sure listed, who, have they listed an actual? They didn't last. All they said was that there was a tie for 75th, so that two individuals got in. So there's actually 76 players. But Dwight Howard was one of those that was snubbed. And... Hmm. I think that oh, for right, everybody right. out there, he's probably, for me, as far as the resume. I think somebody concerned. said he was 77. Yeah, well, I know that Golden State, they were clowning that Clay Thompson was Mr. Number 77. They even actually right. got him a jersey that said was number 77, 77 yeah. as a joke. But, again, the Lakers did fall to the Portland Trailblazers, 105 to 90. Just a terrible performance indeed. Uh, I mean, again, this is something that I'm telling you about with Westbrook. You know, he, he, after a couple of promising games, starting to turn the corner and kept the turnovers down, things are starting to look better. Then he pulls out a performance like this exactly at the wrong time. Yeah, well, but it's just one game and, you know, we'll see what happens. <laughs> You've told me that. Yeah, and that it, can't it's be also, the theme it's for also the season. Because, it's also because 
he's not playing with LeBron and AD, man. I mean, there's a big difference. That's the problem with all of our role players. You People forget how easy it is for certain guys in certain situations, if you have the right frame of mind, to play with, th- with two guys like LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Because you get such attention. You, your defender is always looking the other way at where the ball is in the hands of one of those two guys. And it makes your job so easy, you know. It is bright lights, so some guys can't seem to shoot the ball the way that they normally do it when they come to L.A. But but you see it when they aren't in the game. You see how hard it is, especially when you've got guys like Rondo and Russ out there that other teams are just totally going under. They're not even going under the screens. They are totally sagging off of him and saying, go ahead and shoot. And when he tries to attack them at the, and, and go into the paint, they're saying it even deeper and saying, go ahead and take the mid-range shot too. We'll let you have that one. We're not going to have these same guys. This is not the roster that we're going to have that lost this game tonight. The roster is going to be totally different. It'll have LeBron James. It'll have Anthony Davis. It'll have a Russell Westbrook that has slowly gotten better through the season as he learns what his role is, as he makes some mistakes and as he makes some gaps. And he learns that in key clutch situations, you better get that ball into LeBron James' hands. And believe me, LeBron will tell him that at some point in time. So I don't think, you know, I think there's a lot of reasons to worry about things in life, but I don't, I'm not worried about the Lakers at this point in time. I'm disappointed that we are going to go through a very trying series of games in the next couple of weeks until we get. LeBron, THT, and none back. But hopefully in two weeks, if we can get them back. Um, and, and Davis, we, if he know. might be out. Pardon? And Davis, if he might be continued to stay out with the stomach right. bug yeah, or the possible. thumb or whatever else that comes up with right. him as far mm-hmm. as injuries are concerned. I mean, there's a, this, there's a certain point where you don't want to wear him out trying to do something that's impossible. And if he's not 100%, then that's I, I sure wouldn't play him. Now's not the time to have him end up with an injury like THT. I mean, you think these finger injuries are no big deal. And then you see THT missing four weeks, at least, you know, because of that. And again, just like THT, this is a shooting hand. It's that same damn right thumb for the right-hander. There you go. But hopefully he'll feel better and we'll be able to return on Monday. We'll wait and see. We're signaling the ref for a quick timeout, but we'll be back with more of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. Big on America. Hey guys, this is Jason Dutch with Dig on America Podcast, and I'm here with Big Hops. And I'm also here with Mikey Famine. Dig on America here, we explore how American history, policies, and sometimes even our pop culture created the social and political issues facing Americans today. You can check out our website, digonamerica.com. We're on every single audio podcast app there is out there, Pandora, Spotify, etc. Subscribe on YouTube. You can check us out on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash DOA podcast. Hopefully you'll listen to the show, guys. Big on America. But Felix, great comments. He's agreeing with you on the next game. Laker Tom, we'll see what happens there. Great to have you aboard, Felix, once again. And also, Bree Marco, wishing you both well. And everybody else that's watching and listening, it is the Lakers Fast Break. 
once again, the Lakers did lose 105 to 90. But before we head on out, I'm going to go ahead and quickly tell everybody what's going on at Lakerholics.com. Jamie Sweet just dropped his latest five things about the OKC debacle there. This isn't getting pretty, my friend, when we keep on having to go ahead and talk about this. But the comments what, that are wait, out, a, wait a minute now. Jamie Jamie was, was actually very optimistic about it. He actually uh, wrote afterwards yeah. that that he almost tore up his first draft of it because he thought it was too vitriolic. And he came through with a very constructive. I told him it was it was really almost realistic, you know? Felix says we are in Phoenix. Well, yeah, we could be in Phoenix with even the things that are now accused and reported on by ESPN in regards to owner Robert Sarver. So we'll see about all the, the these terrible things. If you check out the article on ESPN, please, because it details greatly with Baxter Holmes interviewing 70 current and former employees of the Phoenix Suns in regards to terrible racist and misogynistic and other just truly reprehensible incidents that were said and done by Robert Sarver, just really atrocious. And I know the NBA has launched an investigation in him. And for the Portland Trailblazers, the Portland Trailblazers are doing in their own internal investigation on president of basketball operations neil o'shea so it's a crazy couple weeks my friend in the basketball world it's just amazing out there but the lakers are part of this news cycle but for all the wrong reasons so i'm hoping that this next week the things will settle down with a few wins but again we'll wait and see but we will be back on both monday wednesday and friday with basketball recaps because that's their week ahead for the team because you've got charlotte coming in to the staples center on monday you've got miami and the heat coming in on wednesday and then you've got friday the minnesota timberwolves coming in and then a week from sunday you've got san antonio coming in so there's a four game homestand gotta win two of those four games I think they got to win all four. No, you're not going to. You're not going to beat Miami. Let's be serious. Oh, see, there you go. There's Mr. Optimistic himself telling you. You don't have LeBron. You don't have LeBron. I mean, being optimistic doesn't mean being stupid. You know, you're the man that's asked for six. As I've always said about you, about you, G glass half empty guys. You know, just being pessimistic doesn't mean you're stupid. You it has more to do with your attitude wins. than your intelligence. Uh, You're the one that's saying 65 to 70 wins. Who's the one that's not looking so great well, now? Well, I'll probably have to modify that. I agree on that. No yeah, Felix is saying you can't bet with your heart. You're one of the reasons why Las Vegas is as big as it is. Because no, you Vegas know, it's, I've never lost more than two or three hundred dollars uh, in Vegas or Reno in all of the times that I've gone there gambling. I've gambled a lot of money in business. And I've lost a lot of money in business, but I've never lost a lot by gambling, and I've never risked a lot from it. Well, not, we'll see what happens. Not the gambling of sports gambling. We'll see what happens next like time you come to Vegas. But as Felix says, <laughs> you can't bet with your heart. Hmm. But once again, the Lakers did lose 105-90. I, 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 I don't know if I disagree with that. I think I disagree with that. You can't bet with your heart. Sometimes, I think as an individual, betting with your heart really is about betting on yourself, you know? It just depends on the context of it. Sometimes okay. you do need to bet with your heart. All right. Well, there you go. All right. Vegas is waiting for you, my friend. Vegas is waiting. <laughs> you know, they do give out comps to big spenders. I'll just yeah, leave it at they that. Do, they do. El Cortez just turned 80 today. So great place to go. I'll send you down there, my friend. There, Take good care of you right there at the El Cortez. But 
It is the Lakers once again. He said, we're not playing in L.A. Yeah, Felix. But they were playing a back-to-back in Portland. Portland was playing a second game of back-to-back. They were tired, but it didn't show today because the Lakers mm-hmm. did lose 105-90 to in a game I think we'd rather soon forget. In a two weeks, I think we'd rather soon forget. But hopefully this week will be a lot better for the team as they come back for a four-game homestand. Yeah. Felix, we wish you all the best and good night. Safe travels this weekend. And to everybody else, thank you so much for watching and listening. If you have any questions for Laker Tom or if you want to vent, two places to go at Laker Tom on Twitter or also as well, a great place to go as part of the venting process. I've seen so far some great comments there is at Lakerholics.com. I get all the notifications on what is being said and done. So I don't even have to go to lakerholics.com, but you do. And when you do, you see the great conversations that are there. But for me, if you got a question for me or some comments about the Lakers that you want me to read on there, I'll be glad to go ahead and do it. Just hit me up at Lakers Fast Break on Twitter or Lakers Fast Break at yahoo.com. Well, Laker Tom, we got through it. I thank you very much for your patience. And again, the Lakers, in a way that only they can, they gave a beautiful and wonderful gift to our good friend, Rafael Barlow, tonight, who, again, I wish him and his beautiful young wife, Mrs. Barlow, all the wonderful things in the world that life can provide for them. Truly just fantastic thing that happened between them today, getting married in Paris at the foot of the Eiffel Tower. Just really happy for them both and wishing them continued success and happiness for a lifetime. And the way the Lakers did it is they gave them a nice gift by losing 105 to 90 against the Portland Trailblazers. But we will be back on Monday. We're going to stick it out. We're going to continue to be there for you, Lakers fans. We'll be back to endure this up and down season yet again as it continues on Monday against the Charlotte Hornets. We'll see what this ball brother can do as the mellow ball invades the Staples Center. So we'll see what, what happens with this game and how good the Lakers can look. And we'll let you know how the game turns out when we recap it on Monday night after the game right here at the Lakers Fast Break Podcast.